0: all right welcome everyone welcome to grow through what you go through Hello. i'm one of your hosts javon martin
1: and i am emily correa
0: and this is our first episode
1: yeah and we're super excited um we both really just wanted to um create a platform of just explaining our experiences and you know you guys heard it in the title um just really growing through what you go through we know that um our experiences and the things that we go through are extremely important. And we truly believe that everything happens for a reason. So why not share those experience um, experiences with other people so that like, maybe they can just learn through what you're going through, you know?
0: Exactly. And we want to create more visibility about um, a generation who sort of watched the world change and experienced the transition from the millennial generation to Gen Z. Um, so Emily, have you ever heard of the term Zillennial?
1: I haven't.
0: I have not. Well, I just came across this term um, a few weeks ago on social media, and it's basically a term to describe the micro generation um, at the tail end of the millennial generation and the beginning of Gen Z. So um, it was really well said on um, this blog post that I saw on the medium by a person named Emily Warna the quote is from her blog post. It's called Zillennials, the generation that no one talks about. So she says the Zillennial generation is a unique generation, one that grew up in the transition from the non-digital to the digital first. And because of that difference, that critical factor, I truly believe that the Zillennial has an unparalleled view of what's going on in the world and how we might be able to deal with that. While millennials might be too late in certain respects, while Gen Z might not be indeed able to conceive um, much of life before the digital, the millennial falls at the bang of the intersection, which I don't know about you, but I feel totally seen when I read that. And um, I feel like really encapsulates what you and I and people born in the years around us um, experience.
1: Yeah, cause I and I love that because um, when we were talking about you know where where we stand, we just kind of called it like this weird space, and we kind exactly. of didn't we kind of didn't know um, a name to put to it. So um, that's awesome. I I'm honestly gonna like teach people that now. Like, hey, did you know like this is like the term basically for us?
0: Exactly. You know?
1: Yeah, I love that. And so yeah, basically that's literally what it is. That's literally what this platform um, is for. Those for those millennials and we just wanted that to be or this to be just a positive place where we can just share perspectives. I like love thinking one way and then all of a sudden meeting somebody else and be like I've never thought about it that way I never like I think sometimes I'm just so small-minded and then just hearing other people um you know like that's 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 what podcasts are for you know exactly you hear and you learn and you learn a bunch of things so that's what uh we wanted this to be just to share our stories just to chill out just to hang out um learn some things and um yeah so
0: exactly um and I think that's really important because, you know, we watch a lot of TV, consume a lot of media, and we see a lot of characters and stories, but I feel like I have yet to really fully see my experiences and my stories told. So yeah, I'm happy that we're sort of opening the space for people like us who grew up in that transition in that sort of intersection to um, be able to relate to one another.
1: Yeah. And just help other people. I, that's what I'm super passionate about. Just as much as like social media and like all of this can be like super dark. I'm like, why not use it for like something good? Like that's always been my thing. So I'm excited. I'm very excited.
0: I'm excited too. So we're going to start our first segment of our first podcast, which is called um what do you love who do you love what are you obsessed with this week so this is just um a chance for us to sort of catch up with each other and just talk about um you know who we're in love with this week what we're in love with this week something that we might be obsessed with um so I'm going to ask you that first who do you love what do you love who are you obsessed with this week
1: okay this week I feel like okay I'm gonna cheat a little I have two things to mind um I Okay, the moon. Have you have you seen the moon
0: lately? I have not seen the moon.
1: Okay. So, my that like my new obsession is like the moon i don't know why i've never <laughs> paid attention to it but like all this like full, i mean i'm not I okay i know a lot of people come for me for this but i'm not very into astrology okay um i know of it I, my friends i like i have to ask my friends all these like stuff like oh what is this what is that like you know but mm-hmm. i've never been one to fully like invest in like you know like co-star and all that yeah. i don't know it's just It was just never me. But lately the moon from where I'm at, I live in Covina, California and Mm -hmm. the moon has just been beautiful. And like, it just makes me like so amazed that, it's so far away but why can we see it so clearly and it, it's full it's bright um i was on a walk the other day and it was i was just really admiring it but that leads me to the second thing that like i'm loved this week i've been going on walks and just really mm-hmm. been taking care of like my body nice so um that has been nice that week literally this week has been like the moon and like the walks <laughs> have been just my favorite
0: yeah are you a, are you a night walk type of person
1: i am a night yeah.
0: walk type of person
1: yeah i cannot wait for summer so that like cuz it's been cold right now oh yeah yeah
0: yeah but
1: um i that i can't wait for summer i know i
0: know summer night walk is so nice yeah
1: i know daylight savings is um almost coming
0: yeah around the corner i think
1: two more weeks yeah yeah but yeah that's what I'm obsessed with what about you or love this week
0: awesome um okay so I was telling you earlier but um I was just out of town over the weekend I went to go visit my best friend for her birthday she lives in New York City so <gasps> you I went, went sh- to
1: New York
0: yes I it was
1: love New York same so that's <sighs> what I
0: love this week I love New York City so much um it wasn't my first time there but <laughs> okay. um I just every time I'm there I like it feels like magic there's just like always something going on even though we are in a pandemic right now um manhattan
1: yeah how was, was that
0: so manhattan's a little dead like it's a little um not because you know manhattan's like the place where everyone goes to when they travel to new york it's like Times square that's where all like the touristy parts are uh, my friend lives in brooklyn and brooklyn was like more popping than uh, manhattan was brooklyn okay. was like pretty normal but like um uh, manhattan was a little ghost towny but i still had so much fun um every time I go, it's just like, I don't really have any set plans. I just like see where the city takes me. And I, um, just had a lot of fun, ate a lot of good food. I just love that city so much. And, um, I'm really sad because my friend moved all the way out there. I, she used to live like really close to me. But um, hopefully after graduating, I'll move out there and I'll move in with her and just be closer to her. So That
1: is awesome. I literally went to New York once and I never stopped talking about it. I really? Never when did you go? It. I went. Oh, my gosh. Thank Literally, we talked. Me and my friends, uh, we planned a trip uh, last 2020 January 2020 Before oh, the world wow. stopped <gasps> I promise you Two weeks we came back And the world stopped
0: Oh like, my gosh You're so lucky
1: We literally experienced The last of like Normal New York Yeah But yeah, so that was your first, obviously your first time experiencing it like COVID, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was like, I go usually, I've been like at least once a year for the past few years. Um, But yeah, so this was the first time I didn't really get to have the full experience, but I'm happy I've had all of those chances to like go back and really experience it when it's normal. But um, I totally get what you mean about traveling right before COVID happening, because in November of 2019, I just went on a last minute trip to Paris with my friends and I'm so happy that I did because I don't know when I'm going to have the chance to go back and like experience it yeah. normally. Yeah. So yeah, it's just really exciting because I'm, I love traveling so much and traveling something that I always like, dreamed about doing and I like couldn't wait till I got older so I like I had you know the freedom and the money yes. to like do the things I want to do see the things what I want to do and oh which I think kind of is a good transition into our topic which yeah. is transitioning into adulthood this is something that we both have been experiencing for the last few years um definitely definitely and this is definitely a really weird time to transition into adulthood because of obviously the state of the world, but um to so just sort of give a little bit of background on us, start from the beginning. Um, we're just going to talk about what led us to this point now in this transition in our lives. So um, just to start from the beginning, Emily, where are you yeah. from? Where did you grow up?
1: So I uh, grew up, I will always say that I did, um, in LA. <laughs> um, I moved for I literally was in like the heart of LA, like 10-15 minutes from downtown LA. Oh wow! I grew up in in, um, in Highland Park. Okay. Um. Yeah, Highland Park, uh, Los Angeles. Very very tiny. Very. Uh, my parents um, were immigrants, so it was just very. Mm-hmm. Um, well, back then it was a lot worse. It's it's a lot more gentrified now. But yeah, yeah. I moved um, to Covina, California, where I am now. When I was eight years old. Okay. And um, I grew up here. I, I don't really like have any more ties um, to Los Angeles. Like I don't really, um, I never kept like close contact with like any friends or anything. Yeah. I was pretty young. So like all my best friends are here. So technically I grew up in um, Covina, California.
0: Okay. I see. Yeah. And what what was it like growing up there? What was your childhood like?
1: Um, honestly, I had a really good childhood here. I'm actually like me, my sister, I have two older sisters okay. and, um, we always talk about how, like, if I would have grew up, how they grew up, I don't know where I would have been. Yeah. Um, I would have been off the wall. <laughs> um, I don't know, freaking pregnant probably. <laughs> um, so it just, it was just a really good transition, um, for the time, for the age that I was, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I mean, I grew up in like a very full house. So, um, I always had like my sisters here. My sisters had their babies here. So I always lived with my nieces and stuff like that. So I guess, um, yeah, it was a pretty good childhood.
0: That's awesome. And how would you say, you know, growing up there shaped who you are today?
1: Um, I think it had a part in, um, shaping like a lot of my, um, being independent. Um, I came from a very strong Mexican culture and yeah. if you, um, know anything about like that culture, um, it just teaches, you know, like the woman has to get the stuff done
0: Definitely, and,
1: um, my mom is, is very like that. So she, that's how she, um, raised us, um, and I feel like that has a lot to do with um, why I went away to college, and we're gonna get into that later. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was just always like, I'm gonna leave, and I'm gonna go. And I feel like that's um, my my sisters are very dependent of um, my mom. I don't think that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But I was like, everyone will tell you my family that um, I'm just the one that's very like, oh, if she wants to leave, she will leave. Yeah. Like, yeah. So
0: I totally yeah. feel that. I definitely think I'm that same person in my family too.
1: Yeah just the free bird to do yeah but um where, where are you from
0: so I grew up I I Southern California too um I grew up in Orange County so with my parents I lived in Buena Park which is like North Orange County right below LA County
1: mm-hmm. But Buena um, Park is where Knotts is right yeah
0: Knott's Ray Farm mm-hmm. that's like what we're known for I can see Knotts from my house oh
1: really that's yeah. awesome
0: yeah um but I was like kind of raised by my grandparents because um, my parents worked a lot when I was younger and they lived in Norwalk. So I don't know if you know where Norwalk is. It's in L.A. County. It's like mm-hmm. not that far from L.A. too. Mm-hmm. But um, I grew up there. Like I went to school there till middle school. And then um, I started going to school in Orange County. But, um yeah, it was cool. Like when park is super touristy, um, like summers are that's like always crazy. Cause there's people from all over the place coming, trying to go to knots. Um, yeah. but it was nice. Um, I had that experience growing up in Norwalk too. I always went to school there, which is like predominant, predominantly like, um, a Latinx community. My mom's Mexican, so I totally know what you mean about growing up in a Mexican household. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was really cool. I got to experience um a lot of my Mexican culture, um with my grandparents who are both um, immigrants from Mexico, and then my dad is black. So, um, all my I don't really have a ton of my dad's family that lives here. Most of them live in the south. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's from Mississippi. So it was just like a big mixing culture. I think you have experienced that too. Growing up in Southern California, there's just a ton of different cultures, but um, I think it was kind of hard transitioning coming from going to school in Norwalk to coming to school in Orange County, which is predominantly um, white area, going to predominantly white school being one of the only like Brown kids at my school. Um, That was really interesting. It taught me a lot. Um, I think, I can now appreciate it now that I'm older, but in the moment it was definitely um, really.
1: Culture shock, right?
0: Yeah, it was definitely a culture shock, Um, but yeah. Um,
1: And then.
0: So um, what was your high school experience like?
1: Okay, so my high school experience, honestly, I loved, okay, I feel like a lot of people after high school um, that I went to high school with, were was like, oh, like, if you peaked in college, like, blah, or if you peaked in high school, like, blah, 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 but I was just like, I don't think I peaked in high school. I just, <laughs> like, I really enjoyed my high school experience, um, and I, like, was, like, I was just very involved. I think that's why I loved it so much. Yeah. Um, me and my best friends did everything together. Um, I definitely didn't think about what I was going to do after until my senior year, though. I was just, I was never that person to like know what I was going to do like freshman year of, of high school. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until like, okay, you got to do your college apps, like it, until like it really hit me. Yeah. And um, I, it wasn't honestly until I started applying. I think I, I like, what was the, the the option of, like, oh, a non-declared major? Oh, yeah,
0: non-declared. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's how I, like, um, apply to my colleges and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. as far as, like, goals, it wasn't until, like, we started um, – Applying Where I was like Oh I'm gonna be on like E-news one day And that's how I got into <laughs> Like journalism
0: Really And like I
1: learned Like about like The whole like industry And yeah. all stuff like that I was obsessed with like Juliana Rancic on E-news Oh so my god like-
0: That's so funny Because E-news was like Literally a huge part of like My upbringing too I used yes. to watch it so much Did you ever yes. watch um Like E-True Hollywood stories Where they yes. would do like Those were my literal favorite Like when I was a kid I was like I'm gonna have one about me one day,
1: one day. I <laughs> Literally it, but- I was just so obsessed I don't know why I was just so obsessed with like hollywood and like all the craziness and like my sister was like you should do that one day and i was like you know what i think i want to do that (laughs) one day but and then um that was like my thing like everyone like everyone close to me will tell you like yeah i remember like you always said you wanted to be like e-news um but little like emily for sure did not think she would end up where she was like today i think san francisco was at the bottom of her list yeah um for sure and yeah I had no idea. I had no plans or anything like that. I was just a very like go with the flow type of person. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm okay today. So (laughs) it looks like it, it worked out.
0: What about your um, transition from like childhood to teenage years? Like what was that like?
1: I think I had, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I mean, it was, it was for sure difficult because I had a lot of restrictions on my life and I had a lot of friends who didn't. Mm -hmm. So that was very hard. I had in high school, me and my mom's like relationship was just always like Rocky for sure. I I was a, I was a rebel. I wanted to do what (laughs) I wanted to do. Um, and she did not like that again with like the Mexican culture. It (laughs) it was just not. So I think like that was a little hard because, um, I don't want to say like my identity, but it was definitely a hard transition because it was just like that independent girl like wanting to like rip out of me and like i just yeah. felt like oh my god like why don't you trust me like we're literally in, a, in like a, a better area than we were before like yeah don't treat me like my sisters like i'm different <laughs> than my sisters but as far as like that transition um now like how we were talking about now i can appreciate it but um i'm sure like little or emily will tell you like, oh, I she really just it was hard. It was a little yeah. it was a little difficult for sure. Yeah. well um, what about hard. you? What about your high school experience? Hmm
0: um I think like kind of the same to you same as you um I had a pretty good well actually no now that I'm thinking about it Um, yeah right
1: now like (laughs) we start thinking about it like it like triggers like yeah yeah Yeah, yeah.
0: okay so I think the transition into high school is really tough for me because so for middle school I went to performing arts school because growing up I like danced I was like in musical theater I sang um so Going to school like that was so fun. Like I really got to, um, learn what I love to do. And every day going to school was like literally so fun. I, I loved going to school. I loved my friends. And then, um, I wanted to go performing arts high school, but the closest one was too far away. My parents worked too much. Like they wouldn't have time to like drive me there. I would have no way to get back. So that's why I ended up going to school in Orange County, just like the public school near where I lived. And that transition was so hard, like going to school with like all these other people who are passionate about the same things So like going to the school where like everyone hated to be there. And like, I didn't know anyone at that school. So it was really hard. Like I was like that kid that ate lunch by myself for like most of my first year. Okay. Um, I was just like, it was just super depressing. i like, it took me a really long time to like find my place and find like people. But, um, towards the end of my freshman year, I sort of like found community in like the show choir at my school. I okay. got really involved in that started performing again, which was really nice. And that's where I really like grew into my own in high school. But, um, I know my high school was like really one of those like traditional high schools like we had all these like school traditions and like school spirit was a cool thing like a big thing so mm-hmm. I'm happy I got to experience that because I was like this is kind of weird but I just like gave into it and I was like at all the football games I was like always performing like any chance that I could to be involved I like got oh, involved in. so yeah it turned like by my senior year I was like okay this was pretty cool like this was fun um but I was very ready to get out. Do not get that twisted. I was ready to get out. I'm same thing like you i have always been super independent. I'm technically a middle child, but I'm the oldest like in my house. I have okay. an older sister, but she never lived with us. She like has okay. kids already and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I was, my parents are really old school. So I always had to like do things by myself. Like I didn't really have anyone. It was either like I figured it out or, or it
1: didn't happen or it
0: didn't, didn't happen. Yeah. So I was always like on top of stuff, like doing what I need to do. And I was always super independent and same thing. My parents were like super strict with me. Um, because they're both old school my mom grew up in a strict mexican household my dad grew up in a strict household in the south but because i was so involved in school i got away with a lot of stuff like they yeah, i was always at, i was always at school so they really like they're like as long as they're at school like you could do whatever you want there yeah. so i was like doing my own thing doing things i probably wasn't supposed to be doing yeah but i for the most part was a really good kid i always was like on top mm. of everything um so i got to use that to my advantage but um yeah. My goals in high school. I don't really know. I think I always knew I want to go to college, but I didn't think I was going to go away for college. I just didn't think that was like in the cards for me. I always mm-hmm. just thought I was going to go to like Cal State Fullerton, which is like 15 minutes from my house and just mm-hmm. like live at home. But then my senior year, I was like, I need to get out of here. Like yep. I cannot stay here any longer. And I don't know about you growing up in SoCal. I didn't learn anything about san francisco or the bay area oh my like, god i, I have such
1: a funny story about that later but no i me either. no idea
0: and like i had a friend who was a few years older than me that got into um a school she went to the academy of art in sf mm-hmm. and my senior year um i came to visit and i like had no idea what san francisco was i just knew the golden gate bridge was here and i came to visit and i was like Oh my god, like no one told me that the city existed. Like yeah. I didn't really want to go to school in LA, but I wanted to go to a big city. And I had no idea that SF was like this huge, like international city. So yeah. after visiting, I was like, no, I need to go to school here. And I had already applied when I visited. But the funny thing is, like my second day that I was there, I got accepted while I was visiting. So I was like, this is a sign.
1: Meant to be. I need oh my to go gosh. Here. That's crazy. And
0: um, that's how I sort of um like, chose to go to San Francisco State. Um, But I think you mentioned before that San Francisco wasn't your first choice, was it not? No,
1: no. Okay, so now that I remember, like, my goal, like, was to go to Chicago. Like, I wanted to- Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Don't, I've (laughs) never been to Chicago. Don't even, I can't even tell you, like, no. Like, literally nothing. I don't know what it was. I think it was just very, I was just very, like- journalism i'm gonna write for the newspaper you know the tribune yeah. and like i think someone put in my head like chicago like you should go to chicago to do all of that and i was yeah. like yep i'm going there and um sure enough it's very hard to get into schools in chicago <laughs> so like that didn't work out um and then i was like okay cool san diego my best friend was going to apply to state and UCSC. so I was like cool like san diego and then that didn't happen <laughs> And so I was just like, oh my god, I only have Santa Barbara and San Francisco left. Like, uh-huh. what am I gonna do? And like, my cousin went to Santa Barbara, so I was just like, okay, like, cool. She had the time for life. Like, if you yeah. know Santa Barbara, like, yeah, you know, like they have the time for life. No, I know my
0: best friends just graduated from there. So oh, re- yeah. Know, yeah,
1: exactly. So I was like, okay, cool, Santa Barbara. But I visited Santa Barbara, and I did not like. I don't know what it was. Like, I love the beach. I thought I was going to fall in love with it. I don't know if I just went on a bad day, but like, I just could not picture myself there, especially for journalism. What I wanted to do. I was just like, I don't think like this is a school for me. So kid you not. (laughs) I accepted my, um acceptance into san francisco state and i had not been to san francisco since i was i think like three years old really and my only memory of it was literally walking the like golden gate bridge like a little bit maybe Mm -hmm. um i think we had visited like family and i was just like i am psycho for this (laughs) it was just like something like a little bit of me was just like dang emily like this is really like happening but I mean, we did it and I had signed up for orientation. And so the day that I went for my orientation was literally my first day in San Francisco, wow. like, like being aware of everything. Yeah. But yeah, like how you said, like, no one to no, no one told me this city existed <laughs> yeah. because when I went, it was just like, oh my gosh. Like, because I think I'm from such a small town, you know, like even like we come from like such small, like,
0: suburban areas yeah
1: exactly um i gotta drive like 30 minutes away to like get to the city yeah it's just like it was like literally like magical i was just like dang like okay like (laughs) okay like okay god this is it like like, this is it exactly Uh yeah so um yeah that's like literally my story that i tell everybody about it
0: so when starting at sfsu what were some of like the biggest challenges in that transition that you faced Oh, my
1: gosh. I was miserable my first year at State. Really?
0: Where did you live?
1: I lived in Park Merced.
0: Okay, Park Merced. Yeah,
1: I didn't, I wasn't like, I didn't get into housing. Like, it was just a mess. And I remember orientation, like, my mom was like, we need to figure this out because, like, this is the only day that we're here. And sure enough, the big... Park Merced sign was right there, like, come sign. And I was just like, yeah, little dinos and it'll leave a freaking hole in my in our pockets, you know? Yeah,
0: oh my gosh.
1: Oh my God. But I was just like, my mom was like, you know what? Like, it was literally our only option at that yeah. point. So um, sure enough, we did it. I got some random roommates uh, on <laughs> Facebook and I was like, okay, countdown, here we go. Like, until my first day of college. But I think being... I think the first year was so weird for me because I was super attached to, I never realized how attached I really was to my family and my friends. Yeah. Um, I had like a group of four people and it was just me and my girls 24 (laughs) seven. We we cheered, we were in ASB together. Yeah. And I think that was probably the most difficult thing. Um, Just being really lonely. Like I, it was, it was horrible. I, I tell everyone that like as much as, as much as I made memories, um, and I really tried to, like, get out of my comfort zone and, like, build new relationships. Yeah. I just had, like, a really weird, like, roommate experience that first year. So I think uh-huh. that had a lot to do with it. Like, you're living with these people, you know? I think it yeah. has a lot to do with, like, how your first, like, year of college goes. But, yeah. um, I mean, now I look at back at it now and, like, I could laugh about it and just be like, I literally got through. Like, I can, like, get through, like, anything now, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's taught me a lot on like communication and like for sure prepared me like for, you know, like if I live with roommates again, like what mm-hmm. to do, what not to do, um, some boundaries, some rules to set. Definitely. Um, and I think it has made me for sure a stronger person. And I really hope we could get into the subject like later of just like, like mentally, like the things that you go through, in a transition like that, yeah. But it's for sure um, made me like mentally stronger, just not giving up and like sticking through it. Because I know a lot of people who did, not that there's anything wrong with that, but yeah. um, I just think like the fact that like I did stick through it, um, it's made me like who I am today for sure.
0: For sure. But
1: yeah, I, I really want to talk about this um later though. I think there's a lot in in between it, but um, yeah. Like, what about you? How was that first? college experience like
0: let me think I well I lived in I lived in Mary Park so okay I'm kind of I that kind of cushioned the transition a little bit I wasn't like fully on my own yet I didn't like the beginning the first few days were definitely tough I didn't really know anyone um, living in the mirrors definitely helps like meeting people and mm-hmm. I met um, some of like still my closest friends to this day um, in that building um, but yeah, I'm happy that I got that like dorm experience. I never thought I would get it. Like I genuinely like it didn't hit me that I was getting the college experience, like the, the full college experience and doing air quotes um, yeah. until like halfway through the year. And I was like, oh, my God, like I'm literally living in a dorm. Like I never thought I'd live in a dorm building. Yeah. I never thought I'd be like away for college. Um, it was just like a lot of firsts for me, like being away from home. But I generally didn't have that hard of it of an experience i was like so ready to get out and i think mm. like growing up queer in orange county it was just like really hard and to be able to like, get to a city where you're just allowed to be like whoever you, you want to be and it's just totally celebrated like no one even looks at you twice that was yeah. so refreshing and like really impactful for me i felt like i finally was like growing into my own like finally being comfortable with myself, being comfortable in my own skin, being around people who uh, um, like celebrate that and who are also going through that transition was something really special for yeah. me. I, I don't can't think- even
1: imagine. Cause like m- noticing even that, I was just like, San Francisco is truly beautiful. Yeah. Like coming from a place where like, you, you don't honestly you don't see that like I come yeah. from a very suburban area. I was just like wow so like I can only imagine like how you like felt. In yeah
0: that it was it was really awesome to awesome. like just like finally like be myself because I felt like I don't know in high school I definitely like, grew into my own but I didn't genuinely I wasn't able to genuinely like express myself and until yeah. I got to college and I was like away from home and away from everything that I knew that I got to experience that. But I don't think I really like experienced transitioning to adulthood until my second year. Cause that's when I moved to Park Merced my second year. Okay. And that's when it was like apartment living with friends yeah. and like I was fully working and started supporting myself my yeah. second year. And then like, that's when like, it got real when I was like, Oh my God, having to balance work and school and yep trying to like figure this all out paying bills for the first time like I don't know like you always like see movies like people like calling their parents in their college just like crying and just like breaking was, down yeah. <laughs> and I can't even tell you like there's like a handful of times like, I just like call my mom and she's like hey like what's up and I just immediately like would start bawling like it was like there was really definitely like overwhelming points but I really learned independence and I learned like how to work hard and like how to like balance things like I was working basically full time, going to school basically full time, and like also like still like pursuing dance and like other things too. And I don't know, it like really like instilled like a work ethic in me. And um, I don't know, I'm happy that even though it was really hard, like there was yeah. just like points where I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like you said, like feeling like you want to give up. I really proud of myself for like the same thing for not giving up and um same thing it made me so mentally strong definitely like living in the city too like where there's so many people pretty fast paced yeah like all the time mm-hmm. um definitely mentally stronger definitely went through some of like the lowest points as well in my life definitely yeah. um but some of the highest points in my life as well Yeah. um and I'm really sad that it got cut like I felt like uh, I felt like I was finally getting to a point, getting yes, into a group of things yes, where I things like just like felt right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sort of just like wrap things up because we're kind of running out of time. Yeah. Um, where where do you see yourself in like the next five years from this point I've, now?
1: I've literally always had trouble with like this these types of questions. Um, I've just always thought like, okay, no, like if I say something, like what if it like really happens and like yeah. I'm not even sure about it, you know? <laughs> um, but now that like it's getting real and that like college is coming to an end for me, I really, um, see myself, um, getting more involved. Um, I go to church. Um, so that's like one of the things that like I'm super grateful for that I get to experience again. Um, because before I left, I started getting super involved, um, just helping out and like, they have really good like production, like we live stream and stuff like that. So like that, I'm honestly super grateful that like they've given me like internship opportunities so that like, just to practice everything that I'm going to school for, you know? Yeah. So in five years, I really see myself getting like just more invested in there and like for sure having a job with my major. Yeah. Um, for sure not living in my parents' house. <laughs>
0: <That> <laughs> Definitely.
1: Part. Yeah. And um, hopefully living with my best friends. We've literally always talked about it. Um, and yeah, I... I I know in this industry, five years is a lot to shoot for. It might be like, yeah. you know, ten for me to have like a, the dream job that I want. Definitely. Um, but just in the field, five years, I can, I see myself like for sure in the field yeah. out of here. And
0: do you have like any idea, like specifically like video stuff, audio stuff, like in front of the camera, behind the camera?
1: I feel like if I ever had in front of the camera opportunity, you know, um, for like a social media, like those girls like on Snapchat, you know, giving like the rundown or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, for sure. If those opportunities ever come down, like I'm down for it. But ever since I learned about like a lot of like the behind the scenes, you know, like the producing um, aspects, you know, um, I've always loved like the organizational stuff about that. So anything that will give me that, you know, like on a movie set, um, on a TV show set,
0: yeah. Um,
1: anything like that, so very. That's why I, I was never just really set on one thing. So it's just definitely. Very open. But anything, anything in that realm. But yeah. What yeah. about yourself?
0: I'm I'm genuinely the same exact way. I came into the Becca program, gen, like literally. I applied to like two other schools. I was just applying under communications, and then yeah. when I applied to SFSU, I saw they had broadcasting electronic communications. I had no idea what it was. I was like, that sounds cool. I'll just click that, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy that I did because this is definitely like more in my realm i've like like we kind of mentioned earlier like i i feel like i always say i was raised by the internet i was raised by media like i remember like being on the internet like like in chat rooms and consuming so many videos and making little movies and stuff like since i was a kid and like this has just always been like something that i've done and now that i like like you said we're learning so much of the behind the scenes Um, I'm really just like I want to learn as much as I can I know I still have so much more to learn and like ever since moving to San Francisco I took every opportunity that like came my way and I want to continue to do that because I don't know I still don't really know exactly what I want to do I hopefully beyond the the next five years throughout my career I want to be like super well-rounded I want to have like a ton of stuff under my belt I want to like be known for having produced and written and directed and acted and performed um i want to do everything honestly so yeah but next five years let me think next five (laughs) years will be 20 i'll be 27 will it be 20 for 2021
1: 2020 well
0: i'm 22 now
1: okay you're 22 yeah you'll be 27
0: yeah 27 what are you turning 22 this year too
1: um yes i'm turning 22 this year yeah when's your birthday the September 25th. Oh, September. I just turned 21. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Five years. Well, I don't I know. know. I've always said, Oh my God, that's crazy. Anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah. So 27, I'm like, hopefully by that time. Yeah. I just want to, I want to have learned more. I want to have a better idea of maybe like what my strengths are. Um, definitely not living here in Orange County. Definitely not yeah. living my parents' house. Yeah, I want sure. to, uh, have moved to New York by then. Mm-hmm. Um, if not New York, then abroad possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and hopefully the world will just not be like this. Hopefully yeah. it'll be open and we'll be able to really just like
1: Experience. go
0: out and do what we want to do. Also, I just want to be like more mentally stable. Hopefully, <laughs> I think right now, especially okay. like the last year, it's really taken a toll on me mentally and I feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like right now I'm sort of seeing it with like vaccines coming out and stuff like that. Hopefully we'll be able to get into a studio for once. And um, yeah, it's really hard like, I think especially imagine. right right now, since I hate like how everyone's like, these are really unprecedented times, but yeah. it really is the truth. I feel like a year ago, it was so hard to like even see a few months into the future. So hopefully yeah. by then the future will be a little bit more clear. Um, Definitely. But yeah, this was so much fun. I'm so happy yeah. to have gotten to know you a bit more. And yeah. we're going to be um, diving into a lot more topics like this, sharing a lot more of our experiences. So everyone should stay tuned and um, get ready to go on this journey with us.
1: Yeah, to grow through what we go through. Yeah. I was like, Ex- let me show, <laughs> that I say that correctly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, but awesome. I'll talk to you soon. Thank yeah. you everyone for listening.
1: And tune in next time. Bye.